Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Hey, the boat's in the water. They're coming. We've got big rain, big snow, feet of it, and unfortunately maybe some big wind. The crews have closed off roads, keeping drivers away from floodwaters. California lashed by the first of two major storms. Check out this road. The CBS Evening News starts right now. Good evening, everyone. I'm Major Garrett in for Nora. We will have more on the massive atmospheric river barreling through the West Coast in just a moment. But first, a Michigan mother takes the stand in the first case of a parent accused of being criminally responsible for their child's role in a school shooting. Plus, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin apologizes to the American people for keeping his hospital stay for cancer treatment a secret, including from President Biden. This as the U.S. readies a military response for the drone attack that killed three U.S. soldiers in Jordan. But we begin tonight with a monster Pacific storm bringing what's described as a fire hose of rain to parts of California. More than 15 million are under flood alerts tonight. This powerful system is the first of a one-two punch. Another atmospheric river is coming in the days ahead. CBS's Carter Evans reports tonight from a hard-hit Long Beach. Dramatic rescues today in Southern California as floodwaters rushed in. Hey, the boat's in the water. They're coming. A swift water rescue team saved this man trapped under a bridge in Orange County. And in Long Beach, drivers needed help getting to dry land after their cars wound up submerged up to their roofs. This area, just south of Los Angeles, received nearly a month's worth of rain in just 12 hours. I've been living here for like three years and I've never seen it like this. In L.A., winds gusting up to 45 miles per hour downed trees. And torrential downpours made for a dangerous morning commute. 
The storm slammed northern California first, knocking down trees and flooding streets, along with nearby vineyards where up to three inches of rain fell. I'm Elise Preston here in Northern California's wine country, where crews have closed off roads, keeping drivers away from floodwaters. Like here in Sonoma County, where the incessant storm washed out a road, stranding a driver and forcing this overnight water rescue. Across the area, the pounding rain had nowhere to go. Several wineries are underwater today after the Russian River swelled and overflowed. Back in Southern California, at higher elevations, the powerful storm is good news for skiers. But with up to two feet of fresh powder expected in the mountains, this bald eagle is hunkered down in her nest, keeping her eggs warm. Behind me, workers are trying to pump out all this water so authorities can reopen the road here. Another round of heavy rain is expected to hit early Sunday, right before the Grammys, in fact, and that could make for a soggy red carpet. Major? Beware soggy celebrity shoes. Carter Evans, thanks so much. For more on that second Pacific storm, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Chris, good evening. Good evening, Major. California is going to start drying out for now as that big system is now moving inland, which is going to bring some big snow to parts of the Rockies. A foot to even a foot and a half of snow is possible. And then here comes the next one. This weekend into early next week, another atmospheric river, another round of rain, and with it, the multiple threats that we're going to see when we end up getting this much rain, uh, up to perhaps a foot of rain, feet of snow in the mountains, but it's the rain that could cause some flash flooding, both Sunday, Sunday night into Monday, even continuing major into Tuesday. Not just possible, but likely some areas will see some flash flooding. Chris Warren, thank you. Now to the trial of a Michigan mother whose son killed four students in a 2021 school shooting. Jennifer Crumbly took the stand in her own defense today as she faces four counts of involuntary manslaughter for allowing her son access to a gun despite warning signs. CBS's Lilia Luciano is there. I do. Jennifer Crumley repeatedly testified she didn't believe her son struggled with mental health issues. Even as school officials urged the parents to get him psychological help immediately, just hours before the shooting, but they refused to take him out of school. Did you ever believe that your son needed mental health treatment? No, I mean, there's a couple of times where Ethan had expressed anxiety, but not, not to a level where I felt he needed to go see a, a psychiatrist or a mental health professional right away, no. Crumley also testified that it was her husband, James, the one who bought the handgun four days before the shooting and was responsible for safely storing it. I just didn't feel comfortable being in charge of that. It was more his thing, so I let him handle that. The prosecution, however, argues both parents are criminally responsible, accusing them of ignoring warning signs. Earlier today, jurors were read chilling journal entries from the shooter in the run-up to the massacre, writing, I want help, but my parents won't listen to me, along with another stating, I have access to the handgun and ammo, and I am fully committed to this now. Prosecutors also showed surveillance video from inside Oxford High School during the rampage. The horrific scene caused Crumbly to break down. If convicted, what kind of precedent would this set? It will change the whole landscape in how prosecutions are done in school shootings. The prosecution, as well as law enforcement, will not only investigate how the shootings happened, but they will investigate the parents. 
We expect cross-examination to begin tomorrow and to focus on her statements with the goal of impeaching her credibility. Her husband's trial is set to begin just over a month from now. Major. Lilia Luciano, thank you so much. A 17-year-old from California is being charged as an adult for a swatting incident at a mosque in Florida. As CBS's Jeff Begay's reports, the teen is suspected of being behind possibly hundreds of false reports of active shooters and bomb threats. Prosecutors believe they have their suspect. Alan Winston Fillion could be one of the most prolific and dangerous swatters they've ever encountered. I'm going to commit a mass shooting in the name of Satan. Investigators say the 17-year-old California resident has been calling in numerous disturbing and fake threats. Last May, he allegedly threatened a mosque in Seminole County, Florida, adding gunfire in the background. He's allegedly targeted Washington State, Texas, Florida, and Maryland at times, including hate messages denigrating race, religion, and sexual orientation aimed at mosques and historically black colleges and universities. Court documents even point to Fillion swatting FBI facilities and say he was likely to threaten senators and the Supreme Court. Tracking him down was not easy. On Telegram, he would disguise his identity with usernames like Nazgul and Payment Arma, a fictional language from the Lord of the Rings books and movies. As investigators closed in on him, they discovered that the suspect was also selling swatting services, $40 for a gas leak, $75 for a bomb threat or mass shooting. Fake threats that tax law enforcement resources and put real lives in danger. The ammunition's real, the guns are real, and it just puts a lot of people in a dangerous situation that's uncalled for. And these swatting incidents have real-life consequences. In an unrelated incident in 2017 in Wichita, Kansas, a man was shot and killed by police when they came to his home because of one of those fake calls. Major, if this suspect is convicted, he faces up to 65 years behind bars. With the details and consequences, Jeff Begays, thank you. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin took questions for the first time today since his emergency hospitalization last month. Austin apologized for keeping the White House, his colleagues, and the public in the dark about his prostate cancer treatment. CBS's David Martin reports Austin also addressed the expected response to the fatal drone attack on U.S. soldiers in Jordan. Walking slowly and with a limp, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin entered the Pentagon briefing room to apologize for keeping his bout with prostate cancer secret, even from President Biden. I should have informed my boss. I did not. That was a mistake. Uh, and, uh, And again, I apologize to him for not doing so. Austin had been diagnosed with a cancer that afflicts one in six black men. It was a gut punch. And frankly... My first instinct was to keep it private. And kept it private even after he was admitted to the ICU with what he called highly, highly unusual complications from prostate surgery. I felt severe leg pain and and pain in the abdomen and hip. I was also experiencing fever and chills and shallow breathing. A private medical crisis which he now admits the public has a right to know about when it's the Secretary of Defense. Taking this kind of job means losing some of the privacy that most of us expect. And which he is still recovering from. My leg will continue to improve. 
my uh, PT specialist, who I think is a sadist, is, uh, you know, he continues to work me hard. The military under his command is preparing to strike back for Iranian-backed militia attacks, which on Sunday killed three American soldiers. Austin said this time will be different from the one-and-done retaliatory strikes the U.S. has conducted until now. I don't think the, uh, the adversaries are of a one-and-done mindset. Uh, and so uh, they have a lot of capability. I have a lot more. The targets will be in Iraq and Syria, and the timing will depend on weather and intelligence. Weather so pilots can have eyes on their targets, intelligence so they can find the Iranian operatives they're trying to kill. Major? David Martin at the Pentagon. Thank you. Hundreds of Israelis staged a demonstration in Tel Aviv today demanding that the Israeli government reach an agreement with Hamas to bring home the remaining hostages in the Gaza Strip. After nearly four months of war, there's desperation and deep frustration. Here is CBS's Deborah Pata. You can't imagine the moments that the, the fear that you feel when you hear the, the death is coming. On October 7th, as Hamas militants stormed their kibbutz, Hagar Brodetz was hiding inside her home with her three children and their neighbor's four-year-old daughter. She'd been separated from her husband, Avichai, in the chaos. When he reached the house, they were all gone. You thought your family was dead? Um, yeah. Hagar and the children were taken to Gaza along with more than 240 others. They tortured our hearts and our soul. I was sure that Israel would rescue me. But uh, after... You're staying there for uh, such a long time with your kids. Um, you, you lose your uh, hope. Avichai never gave up. And on November the 26th, the family was finally reunited. For Hagar, it was unbelievable. Hamas had told her her husband was dead. Wow. It was a, it's a moment that I will never forget. But Major, he believes his government has not done enough to bring the rest of the hostages back home. His question to his government, what if it was your family in Gaza? What price would you pay? Deborah Pata, thank you. President Biden issued an executive order today cracking down on Israeli settlers in the West Bank, accused of attacking Palestinians and peace activists. Four people were hit with financial sanctions and visa bans, not only for acts of violence, but for destroying, allegedly, seizing Palestinian property. U.S. officials warn others may face the same punishment. The governor of Oregon has declared a state of emergency in Portland due to a deadly fentanyl crisis that's overwhelming city resources. The declaration comes three years after Oregon was the first in the nation to largely decriminalize drug use. CBS's Adam Yamaguchi takes an in-depth look at how this city is responding. You want to hold them up for a second? We went on a ride-along with the Portland Police Bike Squad last November. All right, don't worry about that other thing, all right? You're just going to take it today. Block after block, foil, syringes, and used Narcan canisters litter the streets. The site of open fentanyl use is inescapable. Oregon paved the way as the first state to decriminalize drug use in 2020 to instead focus on addiction and recovery. You guys are all good? But due to Portland's growing fentanyl crisis... The state declared a 90-day emergency on Tuesday to address the increase in overdose deaths. It is a drug 
that compels users to redose every 45 to 90 minutes. In practical terms, that means people in the throes of a fentanyl addiction can hardly walk into a clinic for help without having to use again. On this day, 23-year-old Milo McPherson did not face arrest or criminal prosecution for openly smoking fentanyl. Instead, Portland Police Officer David Baer hands McPherson a $100 citation. You're going to call one of these numbers? Put your hands behind your back. They say without the threat of jail and fentanyl's addictiveness, there isn't a real incentive for people to seek treatment. What sort of an impact has 110 had on what you do out on the street every day? My full-time job is fentanyl, and basically all roads lead to fentanyl in downtown Portland. Advocates of the measure say it's treated 15,000 individuals and led to 68% fewer arrests since the law passed. I probably wouldn't be sitting here today. Ebony Brawley does not want to see Oregon's law repealed. The Portland resident says it helped her avoid prison and turn her life around. Because of Measure 110, I was able to change my story and break those chains, you know, and provide a life for myself and for my daughter that she probably wouldn't have had otherwise. Adam Yamaguchi, CBS News, Portland. With storms pounding the West Coast, Eye on America takes a look inside those atmospheric rivers as scientists try to limit their catastrophic damage. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The massive storm pounding the West Coast is being fueled by an atmospheric river. These rivers are one of the leading causes of damaging floods. In tonight's Eye on America... CBS's Ben Tracy takes us on a research mission with scientists who are trying to better forecast these events. We're kind of almost in the thick of things here. On this flight over the Pacific Ocean near Hawaii. And you can kind of see a lot of heavy precipitation on the radar here. Scientists are looking for a massive weather system hiding in plain sight. Just kind of looks like a cloudy day out there. But there's a lot going on down there. Marty Ralph is director of the Center for Western Weather and Water Extremes at UC San Diego. He's been studying atmospheric rivers for more than two decades. An atmospheric river is really a river in the sky, but it's a river of water vapor pushed by the wind. Atmospheric rivers can measure 500 miles across and 2,000 miles long carrying about as much water as 25 Mississippi rivers. They're expected to strengthen as climate change heats the planet because a warmer atmosphere holds more moisture. The top 1% wettest days could be a lot wetter. Last winter, a series of atmospheric rivers pummeled California. The storms busted the state's drought but caused $4.6 billion in damage. Using lessons learned from hunting hurricanes, 
Government scientists are now getting a better understanding of atmospheric rivers by dropping dozens of these sensors into the storms. We'll see the pressure, temperature, humidity, and GPS wind speed all displayed in real time. NOAA says data from flights like these has already improved the accuracy of forecasts by 10 percent, better pinpointing where and when storms will hit and how much rain and snow will fall. That can save lives. It gives people better awareness of what might be coming. Ben Tracy, CBS News, Honolulu. What caused the deadly collapse of an airplane hangar? The details, next. Officials are investigating what caused an airplane hangar under construction to collapse last night at the airport in Boise, Idaho. Three people were killed and nine injured, including five who were listed in critical condition. Investigators say a crane also collapsed when the building suddenly gave way. A fire suppression system accidentally went off today, releasing foam all over United Airlines' hangar at Houston's Bush Airport. Officials say the foam is biodegradable and free of those so-called forever chemicals. No one was in the hangar when it happened. A high school music teacher is being honored at this weekend's Grammy Awards. Her story, next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Recording Academy is presenting orchestra director Annie Ray with a 2024 Music Educator Award. As chair of the Performing Arts Department at her public high school in Fairfax County, Ray advocates for all students to have access to a quality music education, including students with developmental or intellectual disabilities. These students have changed my life, like completely. How I uh, approach teaching, how I approach uh, seeing the world. Congratulations to Ms. Ray and all teachers who make a world of difference. And you can watch the 66th Annual Grammy Awards this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. 
the Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.